to another episode of Comic BS. I am Beige. I hope you are all well and a very happy new comic book day to you all. Now, I know that I don't normally talk TV shows and shit like that on this. This is comic book based, but I just have to say I've been catching up on um, Gotham, the live action TV show, and I love Gotham. It's fucking fantastic. But look, what I want to say is it's fucking amazing that we... I'm at the episode where Bruce Wayne's having flashbacks, and we finally saw, uh, not flashbacks, hallucinations, if you will. Hallucinations from a really weird um, Ivy, which is fucking, don't get me started on the character. I hate the way that she is done. But uh, what we've got is Ivy uh, has given Bruce Wayne uh, the toxin, and he's hallucinating like a motherfucker, and in it we see uh, Jim Gordon with a mustache. Yes, Ryan Atwood himself rocking the mustache, looking like Jim Gordon. And also we see uh, Batman jumping off a building, which is fucking awesome. But that's enough TV talk aside. Hey, we're here to talk comics. How you all going? <laughs> now, I've, um, as promised, uh, here is another issue of one of my favorite horror stories. I did say I was going to do all three. Don't know where this is wound up, but it is definitely wound up somewhere in the mix. Uh, we have got for you guys today. I like how I say we. I have got for you guys today. Uh, did you like my Beach Talks comment? Um, Gotham, let me know because I might do a little bit more TV here and there. I don't know. I don't care. My show, do what I want. 30 Days of Night, issue two. Same writer, Steve Niles, artist. Porter Kowalski, Porter Kowalski and Colors by Brad Simpson. Okay, where did we leave off? We left off with um, Eben uh, seemingly dead in a ditch. Alright, so we go to our front page here. Okay, so we've got Eben laying dead on the ground uh, and a bunch of like red footsteps sort of all over him uh, and his face is looking pretty fucking gaunt on the front cover there. Okay, we get straight into it, and uh, I've fucking forgotten his partner's name. Oh, wow, I am fantastic. Um, it'll come back to me in a second. No, it's gone. It'll come back. Anyway, so she's crying over the top of the dead body, even dead, murdered, as she kneels down next to him. Wearing cold, uh, cold, of course, cold. It's in the middle of fucking Alaska and Burrow. Okay, and it's all roped off the area. A couple of uh, police seem to be walking towards her. Not a single clue why or how. So uh, one of the officers stands over the top of her. Let's get you to the station. You can't do anything here. And she puts her hand on her shoulder and gets the reply of, No, I have to talk to Rich Connor. 
that's who Eben was after when he... And then she breaks down a little bit, and then she's driving around town. I feel like we spent a lot of time driving around town looking for Connor. <laughs> That's what we were doing last issue, and now it's what she's doing. So she's driving around, looking left, looking right. Nothing. Maybe he went home, so she fucking does a big U-turn in the middle of the street, uh, and she heads on over. Bang, 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 knocking on the door. Oh, there we go. Rich answers the door. Come with me, Rich, she says straight away. He's looking pretty pissed, and we've got battered wife standing behind him. She just goes straight in and cuffs the motherfucker, and battered wife's just like, yep, take him away. I don't care. As we all remember, she wanted him to spend a night in jail, so she's getting her wish. She still has no idea that Eben has been murdered. That's my sound for murdered. So she puts him in the back of the police car. Now, the fucking, seriously, the artwork in this is still amazing. Like, I love it. And the colours is just whoa, fantastic. Um, so she drives off down the road, and the battered wife is just staring, like arms crossed, looking at her, going like, "Yep, take the motherfucker away, but bring him back because I love my wife-beaten piece of shit husband." We got a hand on the bar, and she's looking at fucking Connor, and she's just closed the gate, the gate, the door, and he says, "Ah, uh, oh, Stella is her name. Yay! I remembered because it's written." Don't do it, Stella. You know I didn't. I didn't do it, Stella. You know I didn't. (laughs) There we go. Try that again. I don't know anything anymore, Stella says as she walks away. Back into the uh, police office there. It's Connor Adams. It's the coroner, Adams. He said he has some information. And she, uh, Stella just looks a bit, like, fucking shell-shocked, I guess. She's a bit taken back of everything that's going on. Understandably, the love of her life has just been fucking murdered. Uh, there's a sheet on a morgue table, and then um, she walks in, and it's the coroner, and he says, I'm sorry, Stella. I need you to posit- to positively identify him. And she's like, fuck's sake. So she doesn't actually say it. She has that look on her face. She doesn't need to see this, but she has to see this. So he lifts the sheet back, he says, take your time, and then she starts bawling her fucking eyes out. It's him. It's my husband. And then the dead face is just laying there in the top panel, and then she's looking down, sort of like straight ahead, but out of the corner of her eye, she's looking at him. What killed him? The official cause of death is strangulation. His larynx was crushed. The cuts are post-mortem says the uh, coroner there, and she's just got her hand on his shoulder, on the uh, deceased husband's shoulder. No defensive wounds on his hands. Near as I can tell, he never drew his weapon. So it's like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? So there's a uh, coffee being poured for Stella, and they are adding in some bourbon into the coffee. Stella, Stella, you shouldn't do that. I don't really give a shit, she says. She fucking necks the coffee. She's like, I'm fucking getting my alcohol fix. I can't imagine what you're feeling, Stella. But we need you. You're the sheriff. Now. And we're getting calls. So, puts the cup down. She just fucking starts bawling her eyes out and they have a bit of a cuddle in the office. And then we cut to... uh, Cole Snowmobiles Rentals. Uh, Emmett is leaving his door. Emmett! I'm coming, I'm coming. Get your fucker butt over here. 
because there's the uh, lady in the, uh, what do you call that jacket? Big winter snow jacket with uh, puffy, puffy hood hood. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> puffy hood hood. Uh, okay. What's all the yelling for? Look, she points over. And the fucking snowmobiles have all been slashed, like, right through where the fucking engines are. It's insane. Every last one. And he's just fucking looking at the snowmobile. He's like, what the fuck is going on in this town? We better call and report it. And he's like, don't you see? What good would that do? Eben's dead. We're stuck here all winter without snowmobiles. I can't find my phone. Do you have yours? No, mine's fucking gone as well. And he's searching for his phone. It's like, hmm, what's going on? So then we cut back to fucking Walter out on his snowmobile in the forest. We haven't seen Walter this issue yet. We only saw him last issue. Discovered uh, Eben's dead body. So Eben, uh, Eben, Walter's out on the snowmobile in the forest. He's cruising along, and then he spots uh, some footsteps. Gets down to investigate, and something, someone, very uh, blue-ish hand, is reaching for his gun strapped to his back. He turns around and shot. And then the dude's holding his gun. And he's like, who's there? And then this fucking like uh, shadow of a man uh, barehandedly pardon me, but sorry about that. Barehandedly snaps the gun in fucking two, in twain, if you will. And just fucking like it is nothing. And Walt's like, uh, what the fuck? Fuck reaches into his pocket and pulls out a big motherfucking knife. One of these, like, that's not a knife, this is a knife knives. You want trouble? I I got trouble for you, he says. Trying to act tough while looking weak as piss, I would say. And then, boom, boom, boom. One, two, three shadows appear from the woods. And then we got... Uh, pan out a little bit in our panel and the snowmobile's in front of him with a light directly on him as he stands out holding his knife up just above the snowmobile cracked snapped gun in half there just being joined by the um, gun strap there's a dude leaning on a tree at the top there we've got one two three dudes and then just below the snowmobile another two guys it's like whoa you're in it for a bit of trouble Walter stay back man I mean it right now ah uh, fuck 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 he's just shitting himself and then one two three four five six seven dudes all fucking approaching on him and then ah, blood curdling squeal from the fucking forest and then we cut to Stella driving away so I don't see anything are uh, you sure this is where they said to look it's like, what the fuck? So, they're going out for the call there. There's smoke. And the fucking police car's got the uh, lights shining on the smoke as they uh, drive over, uh, walk over the snowdrift. What the hell? I think we've solved the mystery of the fucking missing phones. And there is just a absolute stack of fucking mobile phones all being burnt. It's like, kid's prank? That's a lot of fucking effort for a kid's prank. I don't think it's a prank. If it's a prank, it's a bad one. Storm coming and all. And she's uh, trying to look at the phone to see if there's any evidence of how they ended up there. Let's shake down the usuals. Call Owen at the B&B and see if anybody has checked in. What do we tell everybody? It's like, just tell them the truth. They're going to have to wait for the storm to pass before we get new phones. And then they walk back over to the uh, car. Uh, and there's a radio call coming from the car. Stella, if you're there, pick up. Stella here. It's Adams. I, I'm not sure how to tell you this. And she's leaning against the um, police SUV there. And it's like, uh, what is it? Tell me. 
and he's standing over an empty fucking uh, morgue table. Eben's body has gone missing, and he's looking like, uh, doesn't really look shocked, which is kind of weird, but yeah, I just, I don't know, it's one thing that sort of bugs me about that panel, he's just like standing there going, yeah, it's missing, and she's like, gone, what do you mean, it's gone, and she's just fucking like shocked, and then it's just a big panel of her face as she's holding onto the CV, uh, just that, the body is gone, he adjusts his glasses, and she leans against the SUV, drops the uh, comms microphone thingy, what the fuck is a CB radio, she leans against the SUV, drops the CB radio down to her side, and just looks, hot, leans it, like, hand, left hand up on the window, and just looks like she's about to hurl her guts up, just defeated, I'm just looking for some hospitality, we're at uh, Eco's Diner, Eco's Diner, we don't serve alcohol, says the uh, well-dressed man behind the counter. And then we've got our big motherfucker that we haven't seen yet from this issue, from last issue. We haven't seen him yet this issue. I don't care. I need a goddamn drink, he says. And then the uh, dude behind the counter. Uh, Burrow is a dry town. Alcohol possession and consumption are illegal here. He's like, if you're telling me you ain't got a stash back there, then you're a goddamn liar. And then the dude says, oh, folks have a hard enough time to dark winters. We don't need to add booze into the mix. And he leads onto his left-hand side, like almost pleading, like, come on, give me a fucking drink, motherfucker. How about some meat? Can I get a bowl of raw hamburger? And then the dude looks at him and he goes, uh, meat only comes two ways around here, frozen and burnt. He goes, I like my meat raw. What's the hard to understand about a man wanting a little blood with his meat? And he picks up a fucking baseball bat from behind the um, counter there and he's like, we don't have anything for you. And then the big dude just puts his head down into his uh, forearm there on the bench. Then he lifts his head up and he says, you're all going to die. Every last stinking one of you. You'll be dead before the sun comes up. And then the dude fucking pulls the bat back around, ready for a swing. I think you should be leaving. You really think you can take me, little man? I'll tear you and your shitty little diner apart. And then a gun gets put to his head. And we have Stella holding a gun against our big motherfucker. The only thing you're doing is spending a night in jail. Get your hands behind your back now. And then he's got a big fucking grin on his face as Stella's cuffing him. And then we cut to a um, uh, electric uh, compound. Electric compound? Power power facility. There we go. Boom. Uh, dude's in there and he's pouring himself a bourbon. Who's there? He goes to the door, puts the bourbon down. Anybody there? Looks outside and there's a couple of footsteps. Who's out there? Fucking footsteps in the snow everywhere in this comic book. And then we've got one, two, three, four, five of these fucking shadowy dudes standing around this dude holding a flashlight. And uh, one of the dudes is smoking there and he's got like a sort of shit kicker like, hey, I'm going to fuck you up, grin on his face. And then at the bottom of the panel here, we've got to be continued. Whoa, shit, motherfuckers. That is some more 30 days of night for you. Now, come on, I know you've all gone out there and bought issue one, two, and three already, and you've pre-read it, but holy fuck, is that just not one of the most amazing comics out at the moment? Like, seriously, loving me some uh, 30 Days of Night, bitches. Uh, So, I am uh, approaching a time when I need to go into site and do some work, so I am going to say... 
You can hit me up at Comic BS on the Twitter. You can find me on the emails, Comic BS at iCloud, or you can hit up my personal account at the BG Boy on the Twitters. Shoot me through recommendations of reading. Shoot me through requests. If you've got something that you've read and you think I will like it, let me know. Uh, if you have something that uh, you just want me to read because uh, you're an asshole and you think it'll be funny, let me know. Thank you, Mr. Mark Hurley, for that uh, recommendation of a comic book that you knew I wasn't going to read and now I've got to do it. <laughs> um, and I go oh, go find everyone over at the New Pod World Order. You can go to newpodworldorder.com. You can find us where, all, where you find all good podcasts. So uh, that's pretty much everywhere on the interwebs just search new pod world order um and yeah you will find uh, a show that is there for you i guess that's all the uh comic bullshit i have for this week i have been beach peace out motherfuckers i'm so mad at myself for giving in to what i want never again that feeling we feel we call it love you call it off and I've never been so mad at myself I got this old girl, I know she's trying to play me She's like a Honda, these days I drive Mercedes She's a killer, try to get inside my head Try to get her one in red But she prefers the blood of that Playing chess, ain't no way I'm gonna fight there She's playing tricks like the vixen in my nightmare So damn greedy, that girl is so needy
New Pod World.